Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and I am excited and thankful you are here today. In case you're new here, the Small Scale Life Podcast is all about simple living and our journey to create a simple life in the Driftless region of Wisconsin. We're focused on gardening, homesteading, financial freedom, and building community. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It is actually the first day of December, and it feels like, it feels like where did the time go, right? But this is the season for having a gratitude practice in giving thanks. I mean, Thanksgiving after all, right? I mean, how many of us had this conversation during Thanksgiving dinner last week? What are you thankful for? Uh, and that's where the panic starts. So, so what are you thankful for is the usual question that people have and expect a response after grace at the Thanksgiving dinner. You know it's true. It's coming. And how often are we caught off guard by such a simple question when a piping hot feast is right in front of us? We typically mumble something about family and friends. Stop paying attention to the other answers once we're done. Once we're done mumbling and dive into the turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy and stuffing. I mean, some of us are watching that gravy sitting in our mashed potatoes and going, man, I can't wait to get that. It is a mashed potato volcano. Am I right? I mean, seriously, am I right? But did we really think about that question? Did we really prepare for it? Did you pause for a minute and think about your answer? Seriously. I mean, I know I didn't. But in this episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast, I'm going to talk about starting my gratitude practice after writing Practicing Gratitude for the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly in October 2020. And I'll finish this episode by discussing the following things, how I'm going to adjust and improve my daily gratitude practice, describe a simple, small gratitude offering that I recently did in a special place near our Driftless Oaks Farm in western Wisconsin, and then giving you four tips for starting your own daily gratitude practice. Now, before you begin with some of those things I'm going to adjust and improve, I want you to remember, snow, ice, and sub-zero temperatures can hurt you, i.e. frostbite, right? Getting frostbite is never a good thing. There are many ways to ground, develop a gratitude practice, and get a dose of nature. Get outside. Be careful. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine. That's the Wayback Machine, in case you want to know. Looking back at last year, I mean... Back in October 2020, I wrote an article titled Practicing Gratitude for the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And looking back at a time, there was a lot of really crazy stuff happening. If you put yourself back in that place, right, the global pandemic continued to dominate the news cycle and and dominate the world, really, and we still have that going on. The 2020 presidential election was in full swing. Campaign mode was on, and uh, there's a lot of stuff happening there. It's just a lot of unrest. The twins. Oh, speaking of unrest, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, they were the epicenter for, and we're still reeling after riots and civil unrest. All that stuff went down in May, and and things were still, uh, still, still not great in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And then at the same time, Julie and I were working really hard to get our house ready for the market. We decided we were living in North Minneapolis. We decided to sell. We were doing all kinds of improvement projects. And basically, the whole podcast operation kind of shut down because we were renovating and painting the house and packing our stuff. And then we sold the house, which was great. And we had to pack everything. And then we completed our move out of North Minneapolis to an apartment, the third floor castle in the sky. So it was crazy. And I have to say it, 2020 was brutal. It was emotionally draining. And I took a break from small scale life. I needed all of my capacity and resources, my time and abilities to get some serious work done on the house, 
tear out my gardens, which was a huge tragedy in my opinion. It had to be done. Pack our stuff and move it all. And, and at the same time, we had stuff going to New Richmond, to, to a storage locker in um, near New Richmond, Wisconsin. We had our stuff going to the apartment. We had a lot of stuff in the mix. It was, it was a really crazy time. It was draining. Back then, back in 2020, that was my first show after my break for, for selling the house in our move. It was talking about gratitude. I had good energy. I was just listening to the podcast again. I had good energy. I was happy to be back behind the mic like I am today. You know, it's really great to be back here. And I was truly grateful for the sale of the house, the move that went smoothly, and Eagles Ridge. There was a lot to be grateful for. And we were more moving forward forward rapidly with our plan to leave the Twin Cities and start our new life in western Wisconsin. I mean, that was super cool. Still is super cool. (laughs) It just changed a lot. And yeah, things changed quickly in the spring of 2021. (laughs) We'll have to catch you up on that adventure in a future Small Scale Life podcast episode, Jules. Uh, I just can't wait to unpack all that. How did we end up at a hobby farm in western Wisconsin? That is the question, and it's going to be a great podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I'll record it real soon and get that up. I would really like that, especially as we reach our 195th episode and 200th episode. That's coming up real quick. So I wrote this article, and then it was time to establish my gratitude practice. Um, You know, I can see back then, looking back, I can see my first steps to developing and establishing that gratitude practice. And as always, when anything is happening, I got to blame Jules. And this was a good thing. You know, all the good stuff Jules is to blame for, right? I mean, Eagles Ridge, that was her idea. Actually, Driftless Oaks Farm, that was her idea. And this gratitude practice was her idea, too. So, um, So, yeah, she comes up with some really good stuff. But she was reading and studying about gratitude and wellness as part of her own spiritual journey, as part of her yoga practice, and some other things she was looking into. And we had a lot of conversations about mindset and setting setting intentions in our lives. Gratitude was part of that mindset and part of that practice. And frankly, before that, I really didn't pay much attention to being intentional, pay much attention to being intentional about gratitude or starting a gratitude practice at all. Sure, I said thank you to people, and it was just generally pleasant to folks, but I never really thought too much about it, really. I mean, I can talk about mumbling during Thanksgiving gratitude roundup because, and pushing my face into the heaping plate of food because that's what I did. And damn, that turkey was good. Really, let's get to it, right? Pie was even better. That is reality for most of us, isn't it? So often, we're just simply going through the motions of life. We mindlessly jump from thing to thing to thing to thing, and we don't even think about what we're doing, who we're interacting with, or what just happened. Things just go on and on and on. You know, it's that song. It goes on and on. It's true. It's a mindless shuffle. And it doesn't end until we pull up the blankets and close our eyes at night. It doesn't. We keep moving from thing to thing to thing. And even when we're not doing anything, we're doing something. We're looking at our phones. We might say thanks to someone who opened the door for us or helped us carry a load of groceries. But we really didn't think much about it. It's just a, no thanks. Stuff just happens. We move forward quickly to the next thing. The world keeps spinning and life moves on. But things started to change when Julie put that gratitude block on the 24-hour plan worksheet as part of our 2019 Renew You, we would write down three things that we were grateful for daily. And 
Do you think I didn't just write some BS in those slots at times? You're darn right I did. I'd breeze through it, check the box, and move on with life. I really didn't put a lot of thinking into it. But our conversations and some other things started to change. And really, it was when I started an interview. I did an interview with Hannah from the Wisconsin Homestead Podcast. Julie and I interviewed Hannah. And we talked about grounding. Hannah and AJ were grounding in the snow. And what grounding is, is you're walking barefoot on the ground and you're actually connecting with the earth. So no socks, no shoes, no Crocs, anybody. You're just connected to the earth. No mud boots. And they were doing that in the snow. I thought that was kind of cool. So I took that as a challenge. Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And I started a daily grounding practice by standing in the snow on the third floor deck in the apartment. And that was in January in Minnesota. So you can watch the first video. It was on New Year's Eve 2020. And I was out there for like, and then for 40 days or so, I did the rest. I did a whole bunch of grounding. And you can see the series there on the Small Scale Life YouTube channel. I've got a link in the show notes. You can check that out. And you can see sometimes I was out there for like three minutes in the snow. It's kind of something. And that's where the disclaimer comes into <laughs> into play. Remember, snow, sub-zero temperatures, ice, it can't hurt you. So be careful. I'm a professional. But uh, yeah, there's something to it, you know. And you can really, you really start to think about things. So you take a little bit of time and you think about it. And then you go out in the snow. I want to actually appreciate folks for who they are and for their contributions and let them know it. So one way that I decided to do that was the Hall of Heroes on Small Scale Life podcast. So what's the Hall of Heroes? The Hall of Heroes is a segment on the Small Scale Life podcast where I give a shout out to folks who've been a part of our lives, helped us or been active on one of the Small Scale Life platforms. So the first Hall of Heroes was on the Practicing Gratitude for the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly episode, where I gave shout-outs to a bunch of people who, who've been active in our lives and helped on the podcast. I decided that the Hall of Heroes was a great way to recognize people. It forced me to really look at my life and who I was grateful for and why I was grateful. A great example of this is Brian and Corey from Happy Hills Homestead, the Lots Project, and the Baby Walter and Company efforts that they have going on. They drove from Onamia, Minnesota, to Eagles Ridge in Star Prairie, Wisconsin. They brought some comfrey, some rabbit poop, and compost, and they helped me plant the comfrey and hung out for us, hung out with us for a while. And while it was great bringing those items, I mean, who wouldn't love rabbit poop, right? I mean, it's the best gift ever. What was even better was showing them Eagles Ridge, hanging out, and having a great conversation. We really appreciated spending time with them. I made sure to mention this on the Hall of Heroes in the Small Scale Life episode titled In a Hole, Stop Digging, Five Lessons Learned from Failure in May 2021. Shoutouts and mentioning folks is, is great. It's a great way to start, but I wanted to improve my intentional gratitude practice. So let's talk about how I'm going to do that. The Hall of Heroes will continue to be a part of the Small Scale Life podcast. The 24-hour plan will continue to have three slots for writing down who and what you're grateful for. That won't change. However, I wanted to prove my practice by starting the following activities. One, restart my daily grounding practice. Yes, I will be going outside and touching the ground, even in the snow. And we'll do that wherever I am. Two, start the day with gratitude. Just like the Hall of Heroes, at the start of each Small Scale Life podcast, take time each day at the start of the day to stop, pause, and become aware of someone or something that is unique. 
Be grateful for challenges too. Now, this is a hard one. Elevate those low vibration energy, that those reactions, those frustrations, the anger about challenges by being grateful for the challenge and learning opportunity. Oh, this sounds so woo-woo. It's hard, <laughs> but we got to remember, iron sharpens iron. We never grow and learn without doing and struggling. And yes, this will be a hard one for me. I will admit it. Even though I'm grateful to learn... I won't stop swearing during tough projects, I promise. I tend to swear like a sailor. Um, Yes, and then number four, expressing gratitude. Make a person or thing aware by expressing gratitude. We often express gratitude to people for an act of kindness or help. But do we express gratitude a tree for shade, a bubbling creek for joy, vegetables for giving us nourishment, or the house for providing shelter in a storm? Maybe you should and see what happens. It's a little woo-woo, but... It's pretty cool. So let's put gratitude into practice. Here's an example of something that I did recently here. It was pretty simple, but it was kind of cool. How am I doing this in my own life already? Earlier this week, I stopped by a body of water called Pine Creek. It's a creek, it's a trout stream that flows through Pierce County, just south of our farm. It's one of my favorite places. It's shown up on my YouTube channel, my Odyssey channel, Instagram, Facebook feeds often in the past. Water bubbles over the sandbars and rapids, and it has a great, great, great sound. Of course, that sound changes depending on where the water's flowing, what the water is flowing over. And I have several recordings taken along the creek. I need to publish those soon. So as I was going on my way to work, I stopped by Pine Creek. I grabbed an apple and a knife. It was a gift. The knife was a gift from a young friend and carefully walked down the riprap to a small waterfall near the bridge. I sliced up the apple and arranged it in a little wheel on a rock and said a few words of thanks for the peace and joy that Pine Creek has given me over the years. I mean, it seems kind of weird and woo-woo, but it was cool. I stood there in silence, listening to the water rushing over the little waterfall and observing the ice along the, the bank. I looked up at the bluff at the north and there was an eagle circling over the bluff. Now... That eagle circling up there is purely coincidence since, you know, eagles migrate down into the Mississippi River Valley this time of year as lakes and ponds begin to freeze, where there's several locks and dams, and they all congregate there as they fish and socialize with other eagles, doing what eagles do. And, you know, I was just standing there, making this offering, expressing gratitude for the positive energy this creek had given me over the years. Purely coincidence. And then purely coincidence that Jules and I love eagles and watch them whenever we can. And it's just purely coincidence that I'm there while an eagle just happened to be circling overhead. If you believe in coincidences, you know, it's purely coincidence, right? Nah, it doesn't matter. I walked away with a smile on my face. Somehow, deep down, I feel that my message was received and I went away from Pine Creek feeling great, excited to start the week. Again, this is a small thing, but I felt better for doing it. I feel more connected with the land, the creek, and nature. I know it sounds really woo-woo, really woo-woo, but it worked for me and improved my attitude and feelings, and that's the point. So maybe you should give it a try. Maybe this kind of thing is a little over the top, you know, going out and standing by a creek, giving a little apple and just, you know, saying some words. Maybe that's over the top. That's totally okay and cool. You don't have to do anything like that to start this gratitude practice. You really don't. Keep it simple. Remember, less is more. This is a mantra that we're going to be saying a lot moving forward. Less is more. To start your gratitude practice, try this. Number one, take some time and think about what you're truly grateful about. Two, make a list of people and things and challenges you are grateful for. 
Three, keep those lists in a journal. Brief bullet points only. Don't write a book. This isn't sustainable. Ask me how I know. I tend to write a lot when I start keeping a journal and then it's not sustainable. You just don't have the energy to keep that level up. Just bullet points. Simple. Less is more. And then pick someone on the list and let them know you're grateful. Okay, give it a try. Let me know what you think and how it works out for you. I'd love to know. You can let me know in the comments on smallscalelife.com or email me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening to Small Scale Life or reading the article at smallscalelife.com. You are the hero in today's Hall of Heroes. I don't have a big, long list for you today. I just wanted to appreciate you and share, share with you what I'm doing. But you're the, you are the hero in today's Hall of Heroes. Thank you for your time and energy. And in closing, from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and everywhere in between, may the gods, spirits, and folk be blessed at this place. May we heal the land and protect the soil, animals, and plants. May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, and grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. Remember to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. We'll see you real soon. Take care, everybody. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. From the land of sky blue waters. Waters. Small Scale Life is podcasting. Small Scale Life is podcasting. <laughs> Small Scale Life. Oh Intro right there. Oh, God, please no. Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to happen. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so. Yes. Yes.